Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Basement Banter. This week, I'm joined by Michael Burns. Hello, everybody. Dan Jahara as well. Hello, everybody. And this week, we're getting a little... Uh, I don't know what the word is. We're uh, it's, it, we're going conspiracies this week. We're getting week. spooky. I didn't have anything clever to say, but if you guys are fans of the internet, have been on the internet in the last 15 years or so of your life, you'd understand that just about anything that you see online can be spun into some kind of conspiracy theory, whether from back in the old days with uh, the pyramids being built by aliens to uh, Jeremy Wade and shout out to River Monsters going into the deep into the Amazon rainforest to catch a 500-pound catfish that ate a child whole. Did that happen? That was how every episode of that, <laughs> that thing started. But Oh, you're right, you're right. Before we get into the specifics, I would like to just throw the question out there to you guys. Why do you think, like, as a society, we're so enamored with creating these conspiracy theories with just about anything. You could create a conspiracy theory about Dunkin' Donuts or you can there's conspiracy theories about the government. Just why are we why is us as a society so obsessed with it? I have my own theories, but I just want to hear what you guys think. I think there's a lot of crazy people. Like I know there's a lot of crazy people out there and they get obsessed and invested and find a community within the theories and find other crazy people and it's really easy to get overwhelmed and sucked in and be crazy that my my whole my whole shtick with it is i think that just like with everything people are trying to have actual legitimate like kind of closure to different things like with just about any government conspiracy people are just doing it to kind of have closure to their own like I don't know. Like when you're when you go on your phone and you see that like you're talking to someone about dog toys, then all of a sudden you look at your your thing and it's dog toys. Like you're just trying to think of the easy way of, oh yeah, it's definitely at the government spying on you, opposed to just some kind of like scientific breakthrough. But I don't know. I think it's just more of people trying to like take like a shortcut through like just general like everyday things that just happen sometimes stuff happens for no reason and there's no explanation yeah i mean i think a big part about like why they spread and stuff is like with youtube and the videos you're sitting down watching like a 10 minute video about a conspiracy theory if someone just puts together some information <laughs> makes it sound like they're talking about real stuff like people will believe that people are dumb enough to believe that these days you know so like i don't know that's why i just think they're they're catching on, you know? I think that's some of the best content, though, that you could get on YouTube. I, I find oh, myself... it's the most quality. I'll be like, all right, tonight I'm going to bed at 9.30. I have to get up early for work. No doubt, I'm going to bed at 9.30. All of a sudden, I just get sucked into this whole, like, conspiracy theory about reptilian people ruling the world. We'll get into that. I know how crazy that sounds, but people believe it. I'll, all of a sudden, I look at my clock, and I'm like, oh, man, 1.30? And then it, it just spirals out of control, but they're just such, like... 1.30 p.m. Not even a.m. You know I mean? <laughs> it slept through work. Well, that's why I think these things get so popular because, like, the three of us, they're, like, they're fun. They're entertaining. I, I call it, like, the junk food of the Internet. Like, Ooh. I don't look at it and watch videos about theories that often. But when I do, I'm going to spend three hours binging on crap content and just satisfy that 
little sweet tooth. That's, <laughs> that's a great comparison. That's like, like a little yeah. meme. How you worded that sounded like a meme. I don't always go spend three hours on the internet, but when I do, I watch junk conspiracy theories. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so you too. I chose you two to come on here today because you two, I think, out of anyone I know, are the biggest fanatics of different conspiracy theories. Whenever I'm with you guys, you always bring forth these conspiracy theories that I'm like, what? <laughs> this like outlandish stuff, but it gets tell you it gets conversation going. But uh, what's I'll start with you, Mike. We'll do a little round the horn. What's your uh, one of your favorite conspiracy theories throughout your internet conquest that you think is your favorite? All right, so I've spent a lot of time on YouTube looking at a lot of nonsense, but I figured I'll keep it kind of re relevant. Uh, Stranger Things comes back on next week, season three. I'm very excited. I'm sure a lot of people are very excited. And I was just recapping it on YouTube and Reddit, which I binge a lot of. And I got into learning about how Stranger Things, the producers of it, modeled the plot loosely off a government conspiracy. So I'll just kind of dive into that for anyone who might be fans of the show and want to maybe connect their own dots. So basically what I found off Reddit and YouTube, there's a government conspiracy called Project MK Ultra, which is basically, it sounds crazy. It's a CIA doing mind control programs and a whole bunch of junk like that. But kind of ties into the show with like when Eleven was in the tank, which is like a set you know, sensory deprivation tank. And the whole point of this conspiracy theory was that the government was trying to create a drug or a method to basically get the truth out of other government spies or people or criminals. Uh, it sounds pretty crazy. And apparently a lot of the information about it was deleted, but it ties into the show a lot. And it's kind of crazy when you look into it. I could, I could honestly buy something like that. I mean, granted, I think the girl in the show, I have, I, I, I know, Everyone shame me. I have, do not watch that show. But if I'm not mistaken, the girl is from another planet, correct? I mean, unless some stupid parents decide to name a motherfucker Eleven. For, for <laughs> Dude, have, have you watched the show? No, no. That's, I I, I'm, I'm, owning it. I'm, I'm owning it. I, I thought up. you watched the show. I don't no, watch so the show. The whole concept is that she was like a runaway kid or just, um, I don't know, an abducted kid perhaps. But Eleven was her like experiment number so she was experiment number 11 ah, okay. and that kind of ties into like the cia government whatever program where they try to use like mind control and for her for the example they do like crazy stuff like i don't know she tries to use her brain to do powers and whatnot but i mean it's a tv show after all okay i thought you were trying to say the motherfucker was in the womb for nine months just to come out named 11 that'd be pretty <laughs> wild to be honest that'd be a shitty name well, that's like not too far-fetched that the government, as we'll get into, I, I think most of these revolve around the government. But the government usually, I think they have some top secret stuff. Some stuff has been leaked that they've been working on that's pretty wild. But Like I, the aliens. Like the aliens. But I, I wouldn't put it too past them that they're trying to create some kind of method to get people to reveal their secrets. And Well, apparently the whole crazy part about it was that they were just administering like insanely high doses of LSD to these people without them knowing and then would like to see how the people respond and I guess they're trying to get these people super high and then ask them questions about secrets or information that they could have and see if that'd be like a viable option to for interrogation uh, they don't go into that in the show but that in itself is like a crazy concept. That sounds like a terrible experience. That sounds horrible. Just Imagine getting... just being tripping acid <laughs> for days on end 
like Woodstock. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> after I being interrogated. After I found that on Reddit, I went onto the Wikipedia page because that's the most reliable source on the internet. Of course. After YouTube. And it said like one guy was administered LSD at a crazy dose for like 150 days in a row. And I don't know what ended up happening. I mean, that's why it's a conspiracy theory. Who knows? He probably <laughs> doesn't even know what reality is anymore. I mean, obviously the whole thing could be bullshit, but that's, I don't know. It's a fun conspiracy theory to think about. I, I think that's a pretty decent one. I mean, I don't know. I, I it, like, like I said, I'm not a big conspiracy guy, but I could see some tangible points from it that I could see the government actually trying to delve into and trying to figure out on people. And I wouldn't put it past them that they were loading up people with LSD for 150 days straight. Well, yeah, no, it was also in the 70s. Of course. When wild time. People were on LSD for 150 days straight just for their own recreation. For fun. Showing up to for work shits on and gigs. Exactly. But what about what about you, Daniel, man? What's uh, your your top conspiracy? Mine's I, I picked one that's a little bit unbelievable. It kind of goes off the flat earth theory. It's called the hollow <laughs> earth theory. Shout out Kyrie Irving. Oh, wait, no. Retract. Not Kyrie Irving. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. No, because Kyrie Irving was the big advocate for flat earth. You don't remember Oh, that? yeah, he was. Yeah. He was. Yeah. But this is the, the hollow, hollow earth. Hollow Earth theory, yeah. Wait, before you start, is that what that uh, that movie Journey to the Center of the Earth is based on? Mm-hmm. Hollow Earth. I don't know if it's based on that, but it definitely ties in. It's got their uh, similar ties. But the Hollow Earth theory, you guys know the dude, you know Halley's Comet, that the one that comes around like once every like eighty <laughs> something years or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the dude who found that comet, he was the one who formulated this theory, and he was he thinks that Hollow Earth. That it's exactly it's, it's exactly what it sounds like. There's two holes on the the North Pole and the <laughs> South Pole, and on the inside it's a hollow Earth, and there's <laughs> another Earth inside where people live, and there's like giants and stuff. Yeah, it's but crazy like crazy. The holes could figure it could explain why Santa Claus is able to deliver all of the presents so fast. He just travels from one, goes whoop into one and out the other. Yeah, I guess so. But like, p- <laughs> people think that the government's like that's why people never go to Antarctica and like the North Pole. Because the government's like, they won't let you go. And people are trying to hide the fact that there's a hollow earth <laughs> And like, what, what is inside? There, it's a whole other earth inside. <laughs> and people, there's a society inside of higher, higher intelligent human beings. Don't you need like the sun to like, and how do they, yeah, how do they live? I, th- I don't know. I mean, they just, I know, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's another sun. They, they say there's another sun revolving around. <laughs> what do they say the there. core of the earth is the sun for those people? Well, but they'd be like point there's blank. A, there's two theories that kind of go on with this. There's one that it's uh, there's one singular Earth inside the Earth, like just one ball inside of another ball. <laughs> but there's another one that it's layers of different hollow Earths, and it's all the way hollow through the word of the tribe through layers. to the bone. But that's a little bit completely unbelievable. <laughs> well, see now, I, I mean, as outrageous as it is, the one thing that I would put my foot down with is the the poles thing. Because I actually did read something that I think Russia is the first army to actually have an army base on the North Pole. I'm, I mean, I'm not 100% sure about that. But I know, like, Antarctica, uh, there's every country has, like, a stake and claim on, like, the territory. So, like, there's a bunch of different governments hiding it. But not they're, many. All, they're all hiding the, the hollow earth. Possibly. I, I'm, a, I'm not an advocate for this. I know, thing, I know, I know, I know. I'm just trying to, uh, I don't know. There's 
definitely government involvement hiding the hiding well, the polls uh, if anything. Can I? The thing is, can you? As all uh, scientific theories, can it be proven wrong? No. Has anyone been to the center of the Earth? No. Have the, can they for themselves say that there is no <laughs> big giant people in? That's the, that's the key to conspiracy theories. If you can't prove them wrong, they they could be right. Well, that, that's why I think the one that I'm going to talk about is one of my uh, my favorites is Bigfoot. You would think with all of the technology we have today that people would be like, all right, there's no such thing as Bigfoot. Then people that are like, yeah, hey, I saw the Squatch myself, like, go and find it. And then they're like, no, no, it doesn't exist. And all of a sudden, motherfuckers are like, well, it, well <laughs> no, no, no. And then all of a sudden, they're wandering around the woods, like, trying to hunt them down at the same time. You would think with the technology we have today that you would be able to be like, all right, there's no such thing as Bigfoot. But then people still are driven to the point of insanity, trying to find Bigfoot. I mean, Joe Rogan had a whole show about conspiracies, and he went on this crazy like journey to like these uh, testimonials, and these people are like, yes, yeah, point point blank with a squatch, <laughs> and like I, I like I would love this to be like, there's no way there's a Sasquatch, but at the same time, they'd be like. All right, then prove there's no Sasquatch. Yeah, what if they're just incredibly intelligent and they're hiding and they're very good at camouflage and only occasionally be seen, you know? Exactly. They, totally chose, they choose, like, the biggest force in the <laughs> earth. Not very plausible, but it's possible. <laughs> they choose, like, the biggest force possible. in the earth, and it's like, oh, yeah. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, I threw a, a, a needle in this gigantic haystack. Like, go and find it. And it's like, oh, you didn't throw a needle in there, but then you're like, did you? Yeah, <laughs> it very like, well could be. It's just, like, some... I don't like that one. It's not very fun. Bigfoot? Sorry, You're out there a Bigfoot? It's just like so silly to me. It's like the Loch Ness monster, or whatever, and Lake Erie. Come on, that's kind of bullshit. Well, that's the one that I. That's my like. There's a lot of conspiracy theories I like, but I don't like the Loch Ness monster just off of a uh, biological. Uh, standpoint because you're telling me this this big gigantic like prehistoric animal is in this tiny lake in scotland well not tiny but like a lake in scotland and it could somehow thrive i mean what, what is it, what's it gonna be you know how many tiny little like have know, they scanned the lake like have they done any like they had to have they had to have how deep is the lake i want to it look, can't be I'm too but that's like that's like you know that great white sharks can't be kept in captivity because they don't have enough swimming room so you're telling me this gigantic couple I mean, those ton. Gi those Great Lakes are huge. Well, Loch Ness is 22 miles long. <laughs> has, an, <laughs> has an area of oh. 21 square miles. I thought you were talking about the Loch Ness Monster. No. I was going to say that is. But the, that's a pretty solid lake. So, like, I guess it gets miles. pretty deep. Oh, seven, 745 feet. That's pretty deep. Yeah, but you have to keep in mind what, what what's the uh, marine life there. I, I'm thinking that there's nothing bigger than uh, well, like fresh, it's freshwater. So yeah, that's what I mean. So it's gonna be like trout and stuff. Like I I mean you would have to you know how much trout or like nah, it, it's it's probably deep. not. It's, it's yeah, deep. unless it's unless it, that's what I'm saying. It's a silly one. Like Bigfoot. Come on. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Come on. Bigfoot's more believable though. Yeah, I would believe Bigfoot before I believed Loch Ness monster. Yeah yeah. <laughs> You seen? Have you ever seen the picture of the Loch Ness monster? <laughs> Where it's like that little stick like flowing out of the water. It's like okay, yeah, that's well, it's, real. It's shit like that that also sabotages another big conspiracy is uh, UFOs. I know all three of us just listened to the Joe Rogan uh, podcast. I don't like to shout out other podcasts, but I, I'll give a little tip of the cap to him. Yeah, he's a good man. I'll put Joe a little Rogan. feather in his cap, but uh, yeah, he had. Uh, Bob Lazar. Bob Lazar on, and it was a really good one. And this, so for all of you who don't know, Bob Lazar, 
supposedly worked. Oh, well, no, he actually did work at a uh, secret base, basically a sector of Area 51 where he was working. This is where it isn't directly. It's proven that he was working there. But what is not proven is that he was working on re or um, reverse engineering, reverse yeah. engineering a uh, transfer, a space shuttle, a way that the shuttle like worked. Like say, like if you drop once again, stealing from the, the podcast. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> it's as if you as well as Bob Nazar or Bob Lazar said it. If you dropped a car to the uh, the people of the 1700s. You went up to Benjamin Franklin and you said, here, and you hand him a Chevy Malibu, my car. Uh, <laughs> 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 a fuel-efficient machine. And you go here. Quick advertisement right there for Chevy. I mean, my dad works for Chevy, so oh, that works. Shit, not <laughs> bad. Not a bad plug. <laughs> so so he, it'd be like if you took a, sh- like a car and you try to reverse engineer it, and all of a sudden, uh, I don't know, Paul Revere and John Hancock were given the the fuel, like the engine, and you were trying to figure out how this thing started up and got this giant machine to move around. That's what uh, Bob Lazar was doing. He was in, responsible for figuring out how this this tower with a ball, when you put the ball on top of it, it's it powered up. There was no wires or anything, but then when you took it off, it powered down. And they were trying to try and reverse engineer that. But anyway, we got a little too far into it. But <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, but long story short, he goes and he comes out with it to uh, a couple of like a uh, major investigative journalist. And now it's national news that this man was working at Area 51 and it is proven that there is spacecraft. But as you were talking about the Loch Ness Monster with the photo with the video evidence, he too had video evidence supposedly of these spacecraft uh, doing exercises out over the uh, Nevada desert. But it's from the 1980s, so it's kind of iffy. It could be anything. With the supposedly there was people that went back and watched the footage and proved that it was real, but you don't know. That's like when uh, the Loch Ness monster evidence came out and everyone was going crazy because it proved the Loch Ness monster is real before it was inevitably just like a piece of cardboard. Yeah. So we, it's it's hard to prove these things, but I feel like there's been so many things that have come out with UFOs that there's got to be some, if not, if not all of the stories are true, there's got to be like one or two that are just getting a bad rap from all the other ones. So obviously I'm a big Rogan fan. Love the podcast. Listen to it all the time. And I so Don't wanted this much to be true. <laughs> <laughs> but the, like, listen to this guy. He conveniently had migraines when they asked about more detailed aspects of what he was working on. Maybe like the physics of it or I the engineering like of it. He kept having migraines, which I get. He was anxious about going on. I'm sure his life is very stressful if this is all true. But he didn't provide anything that I was looking for. I was looking for more like concrete technical details when he was just telling me about how it looked and, uh, you know, how, how much he doesn't know. And it, I mean, who is this guy? I, I would like it to be true, but I'm not buying it. That's a valid point, Mike. I really didn't look at it that way, but like, it's fun to think about yeah. it's fun to listen to and it's fun to like dive in and immerse yourself in it and really believe it is fun. I listened to it with an open mind and I was having fun with the podcast, but 
then I sat down after and thought about it that I really didn't get much out of it. I didn't get anything. He didn't provide in anything really. And when asked with technical questions, he had a migraine. Yeah, because like when you say it, like he was just kind of describing it, like any dude can probably look up some like physics terms and uh, right. They like, go, oh, you take this off the anti gravity switches and dark matter, blah blah blah. But like, and I was looking for some credentials that he can provide, and he said that Caltech and MIT both erased his evidence of him going to school there. And I mean, his Wikipedia page says he goes to some small college doesn't say what he got his degree in but i would like to see what he studied at mit and caltech like he said and apparently that you know those were deleted his birth certificate right. was deleted his employment history is deleted that's pretty for the sketchy most part i mean well here's the thing i the i will say that those things you can prove that because he it's proven that he worked at that other military base because he built the jet engine up onto his car and that was on the front page of that newspaper so you, you could go back and find that article so if some army base hired him to do physics and he was able to put a jet engine in his car then it's proven that he was pretty smart and safe to say that he probably did end up with one of these jobs what my beef was was that this guy all of a sudden joe rogan brought up a a, uh, a point and all of a sudden, oh, you know, my head really hurts. And the other guy came to uh, do a little like juggling act to oh, yeah, take you, distract like, you from the fact that he just completely dodged the question. It was like, oh, he doesn't really want to talk about it. Well, then why the hell would you come on a podcast and discuss it? All right. Well, the guy Jeremy had just came out with a Netflix special, and of his, he made the movie or documentary. I don't know what you want to call it. Science fiction. I'm going to call it. And it's oh, yeah. documenting Bob Lazar and UFOs and whatnot. And this guy, Jeremy, on Joe Rogan's podcast was just trying to sell his own Netflix special. And they didn't really want Bob Lazar, it looked like, to say anything crazy that wasn't already in the special. And I think the guy was just personally the salesman on a podcast. And, I mean, I don't know the, like, the validity to this, but... On the internet, I mean, I'm also on Wikipedia right now, so take it for what it is. But apparently he was arrested in the 90s for a prostitution ring, Bob Lazar. I mean, <laughs> what is that? It's all right. It's, I, it's I'm, not, not, I'm not saying that discredits you as like an intellectual, but how do you I go? Mean, from, what really is going on here? Yeah, the, man, well, which, man, the man had some needs. Well, that's that's a weird Wait, He got arrested for running a he prostitution was, ring. It's a, so he was like arrested running? for aiding, aiding a prostitution ring. It was reduced to a felony for pandering, and he ble pleaded guilty for that. Well, and only got off in 150 hours of community service. But Oh, and also they told him to stay away from brothels and undergo psychotherapy. <laughs> well, putting, putting on our little conspirator caps here, what if the whole thing about the prostitution ring was just the government like kind of flexing on him, being like, look, we could pin anything on you. You better cooperate or else we're going we're gonna to do you in. Or, like common people would think, this guy is just legit, just some horn dog that's, <laughs> I don't even know, pimping girls out. I think it's I think option two. Because if he had access to this out-of-this-world information, literally, and he was going around telling people, I think they would have, like, done something other we would not be hearing i think bob lazar would be no more right now <laughs> yeah, i think he would be no more i don't know what that then means that's, but that's kind of what i was thinking he's like oh yeah well i uh i really released it and i was like you know what nothing ended up happening to me even I though mean, the real thing his he'd be brain soup on his front lawn after uh releasing the fact that there was ufo life that ex or 
extraterrestrial life that had come on Earth nine different times because they found nine spaceships that are that he claims. If he released that to the world, he'd be going out to get his morning paper and just be disintegrated by like a tank. But like, on if you think about it. If the government whacked him like he was dead after he released it, then it would you'd be like, oh, it's it's got to be true. They just killed him for releasing information, like right. So like, so like how he explains if, in the podcast that they often give out disinformation. To, well, this is his claim. They give yeah, out disinformation to the employees. So when it is leaked, it one might sound crazy, which like this sounds crazy, and two they can trace it back to that piece of information was given to like ex employee. So I get that, and it it, it sounds so crazy that. You know, no one believes him that the government probably just didn't have it. I still don't buy it. I really don't. But one thing that I did, I'm like, I, what stuck with me after the podcast, I don't even know why they brought it up totally, was that the government, I guess he was working for, was tapping his phone, which he was aware of, basically just looking to see if he was spreading information, but caught his wife having an affair, which what he called. They didn't even tell him, right? They told him eventually, but I, it was awkward when it was brought up. And yeah. it's just, and this, you know, Coupled with the uh, legal problems he's had, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I think this is the perfect way to to move on from this topic. Some guy with migraines comes in, was running a prostitution ring, wife was shagging some random pilot somewhere. It's, it's a little uh, whatever. I, I felt bad for the guy. That's when I started feeling bad for him, and I was I mean, <laughs> didn't have to bring that up. I don't, like, I don't know if I, if I really felt bad for him. I'm like, oh man, it really just like he, did, he doesn't want. I think he brings it up to validify his story, like, I, make I, himself feel sympathetic. He's like, dude, my wife was having sex with some other guy. It's gotta be it's gotta true. be true. <laughs> like I just told you, a deep, I just dark felt. I Where's felt the bad pilot? Where's that pilot? Can he come forward? Yeah, and let me let me talk to, to the screw pilot. Ruin his wife. I don't know, but I thought that was give us all the details. Every single dirty secrets. Word up to all American rejects. <laughs> what a great but song Anyway back to uh, just the, the grand scheme of aliens Because it really is a very vague topic That you could really pick apart in many different ways Even if this guy Bob Wasn't uh, telling the truth I think that the, just thinking In a probability scale How big If you want If the universe is really expanding Just however long Just forever is just forever expanding there's got to be, out of all of the galaxies out there, there's got to be another perfect scenario where life could exist. Like, there's no way that it's just our solar system where life could exist. There's I mean, absolutely got to be something I else mean, out there. I mean, that's 100%. not what, like, I, yeah, totally not saying that, you know, the odds you're right. But I just don't believe that the, like, the odds of us finding nine, you know, UFOs, I don't know. I mean, if the odds are that great, if it's, you know, like you say, infinite. Like the odds of us finding nine. Come on, I don't, I don't buy it. Why don't you buy it? Why not? It just—he didn't have anything like technical to back it up. He talked about he was so he was claiming that he was working on the propulsion system, which was like anti gravity. Which I mean, I'm not a, a science guy. I don't totally get it. Is that, okay, but then he was all he described was like the interior aspects of the spacecraft. That's the only like details he was able to provide. It sounds nothing pretty technical. Nothing, you know, what I've. Pretty standard uh, alien lingo too. It was all smooth and there was no right angles. All right, like that's pretty much every fucking modern home in a like. Yeah, they're flying saucers. They're discs. Like, you ever been to Santa Monica, mm. man? All those modern homes, they're all curvy. Like <laughs> I haven't been, but <laughs> neither have I. But I, I think that even if 
I don't know. I, once again, I'm not saying that I'm some big uh, pro-alien man, and I think that aliens 100% exist. But based off of probability, there may be other life forms that exist, but who's to t say that they're actually smart enough to build these anti-gravity spacecraft? They could actually just be like straight up like primates, or they could be like fish. Yeah, but they could be like, could be us. really intelligent too. They could be. Well, well like could what, be true. Like they ended the they closed like the podcast with was that you know how like when we found coal like it changed how we manufactured and we produced things and how we like lived basically we found you know fossil fuels burning fuels produce power is yeah, that completely it was a revolution yeah, yeah what if they found something that was obviously you know exponentially greater than coal in producing power and that's what just that's what they found that's what they have yeah. readily available and we just don't have that here i guess that was like their logic behind that maybe they're not so smart compared to us they just had we just gotta resources. break through the next yeah. barrier of yeah. science they were they, they were dealt a better hand yeah. it's not resources. even that it's just the fact that they once again let's we're gonna move past this we're not we're not gonna even mention the other podcast we're, we're just going off of this other guy bob well, his, i think bob's crazy bob says that it was a buy uh i keep saying peace i'm sorry if it's very loud for you people but he's saying that it was a binary uh sun solar system i don't know if i have to say sun in there it's a bible i don't what does that mean i don't it's mean. two suns so okay. with two <laughs> with two suns you're able to have elements that create more mass and in theory that if you had something that created more mass you would be able to create gravity with a something with a more amount of mass because anything with a lot of mass can create gravity obviously earth creates gravity because it has a lot of mass uh, the that moon has to be so dense. The moon, though. the moon has some kind of weird form of gravity, like not as much as Earth, but it's big enough where it has some form of gravity. But as you said, Dan, if it creates enough gravity, with the fact that, as they said, that it could hover and move around without any inertia, that would mean that that little ball that they were able to pick up and place on top of a tower would have to have enough mass that's like the size of this planet. Yeah, it would have which to be is ludicrous. Like Unless size. it was a, once again, a dense element. I I could pretend like I even understand science or chemistry or the elements, but I yeah, just I went so. all. Uh, <laughs> I just went all. Uh, I forget who my chemistry teacher was in high school. Mr. Maselli. No, uh, Juan Crosby. Juan Crosby. If you, Doctor Juan Crosby. Doctor Juan Crosby. Yes, not Mr. Yeah, doctor Juan. Doctor. He went. He got his doctorate. Dr. Juan Crosby. If you are somewhere in the corner, in some corner of this country and have stumbled upon Basement Banter, thank you for aiding me in that rant about mass. But uh, <laughs> that, yeah, so hats <laughs> off to you. The, another conspiracy theory that I mentioned earlier in the podcast that I know Michael definitely is a fan of, Dan's a fan of <laughs> as well, is oh, yeah. the reptilian people. You two are a lot more well-versed on it than I am. So please explain to the people at home what <laughs> the reptilian theory is, because I've heard that people in our government are tech are theoretically reptilians, which I think is, I don't know. You need to explain to me. I, so I think I'm going to, I believe it's the, that there's an elite species of <laughs> <laughs> reptiles that they can like, they can shapeshift morph into human looking creatures. <laughs> 
And basically, they are all the high power of governments in other countries, <laughs> and they are the, the puppet masters of the world. They run the world. So, yeah, that's that's what I think. That's what the, my base knowledge of the reptilian theory. Mike, is that correct? You, is that Dan, pretty much Dan right? and I found a couple YouTube videos in exchange with each other and had a lot of fun with this one. It is probably the funniest of them all, as you can tell, we're all laughing. But there are some actually really funny pictures out on YouTube and Reddit and Google Images. I'm just type in reptilian government. Barack Obama, I'm pretty <laughs> sure, is yeah. Yeah. Main, Everybody is. Main. Britney Spears apparently is a uh, reptilian. She's a mass influencer of, yeah. of culture. Yeah. Of course she's a reptile. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyone that's a mass... Someone who's an influencer of any way is a reptile. Michael Jordan is a reptile. I wouldn't say everyone, but there's definitely... According to the theory, there's a handful of high power people who are really just reptiles. So, so Amy morphed Sh- into humans. So Amy Schumer wouldn't be a reptile because she's not a high powered person. I think she still qualifies as a reptile. Nah, I think she'd be <laughs> high tier human. Well, not even high tier. She's like mid tier human. I would say someone like Joe Rogan, maybe high tier human. Someone no, we're like, talking about like the president, like president, like. Oh. Well, Obama, what happens? Like, yeah, but you're saying but billionaires that like yeah. have all the money, like the the yeah. Roth the Rothschild family. <laughs> That's a whole other can lizards. of lizards. It's just it's so They're just lizards. I would say there's a Leonardo DiCaprio lizard, certified Repti- lizard, reptilian, rep or not lizard, reptilian, reptilian, certified 100%. reptilian. Oh, yeah, my bad. I apologize. Brad Pitt, reptilian, hundred percent. Uh, who's Lil Xan, reptilian? <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres, reptilian. I obviously Oprah is like a reptilian. she's like a Komodo dragon of reptilian. <laughs> she's OP reptilian. Okay, okay. I mean, I'm going off the hinges because I really don't know too much about it. But it, I also what I read about was that they are carnivorous. They're they're carnivorous reptiles. So are are we talking a little not not cannibalism because they're reptiles? But oh, they eat humans. I think right. Uh, like, I've never found that in my YouTube uh, videos. To be totally so, <laughs> so yeah, that may just be nonsense. The, I don't so, know. so the uh, so for all of you at home who liked Disney Channel, whenever you were watching uh, Corey in the House, where he was in the presidential thing, his dad was whipping up human flesh for the president's family. Technically, then for the reptile president, <laughs> <laughs> for, for the reptile president. So, th- is that cannibalism? No, right. No, nah, he's he's like a oh, he's reptile eating human. Maybe he's a reptile. That but Corey's dad was reptile. Is what you're saying? <laughs> so no, the chef. And he was the he was he was a servant to the the reptiles. Child. <laughs> <laughs> so as so anyway, moving past uh, Corey in the house. Oh, this is gonna get into uh, Nazis, but okay. So uh, Daniel, I think you were the one who mentioned the Rothschilds. So for all of you at home who do not know, I mean. Before we even say before you all, before I start educating all of you, are the Rothschilds actually proven to be an existing family? Is there some guy out there named Rothschild like going like lingering around the streets of I don't even know about like going to New York in a cup of coffee? I'm pretty sure they're a real family. Yeah, yeah. they're they're 100 you know a real family. I'm actually on their Wikipedia page. They have a family emblem. I don't have a family emblem. You probably did back in the day. 
That's 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 what stinks. Like, there's definitely there definitely was a family crest. Of Actually, that's not true. I think I have a photo of it or a painting of it in my house. I remember in yeah, the Burns family crest. In elementary school, you had to create your own family crest for class, and I remember I created mine. But there actually probably was a brown family crest somewhere. And what did you put in your Shrek? No, I did. I, I don't remember. I think I did a lion, just another shield within the shield, a little conspiracy, a sword, because I'm B.A. And uh, I think, like, I don't know, a knight's head or something, a standard uh, coat of arms. Pretty solid, pretty solid. Yeah, but... For no, all they're 100% real. I mean, they're... Yeah, they're of course, they're a real family. <laughs> like, they're not going to be a fake family. Oh, they're on the London Stock Exchange. They, they have a bunch of All right, so for all of you at home who don't know, basically, the Rothschilds are... Allegedly, a family that rules all governments around the world as they were like the original like financers of most of the banks globally. They are the reason why they're basically like if you've seen Ga- Game of Thrones, they're kind of like the Iron Bank. And then they, yeah, they basically run the world's money, essentially. They run the world's money. They right they start wars over like debts that they are owed, and they basically are their own entity and just run their own shit. And they have their own game, and they're involved in all of these other conspiracies that people go right. Are they would they would they be hanging out with the people that supposedly? Uh, of, of the American elite where they're going to, like, the middle of the woods and going to those crazy ceremonies. I don't know what you're talking about. I know what about. you're talking about, and that's not them. That's n- they, they, don't, they wouldn't go and... Uh, I mean, maybe. They're hanging like, out with their other reptile friends. Obama. <laughs> who else? Uh, Oprah. Yeah. I, I'm looking at something right here. They sold... Uh, one of them sold one of their mansions in London for $85 million, which was the most expensive residential property ever. Humble brand. In the world. 9,000 square feet of marble. That's a lot of marble. That's wild. It's too much marble. Yeah, it's too much marble. I'll I, say I, it. I, I, would, I would say that. Well, my thing with marble is I feel like there's a tasteful amount of marble you could have in your house. But then all of a sudden, if it's all marble, it's like, what are you trying to be? The, uh, the Pantheon? Marble Man? I don't yeah. even know if there's a marble man. David. That statue, David's technically marble man because he's made of marble. Yeah, he's a marble man. Uh, Marlboro man. Uh, not marble. Not marble man. Marvel man. No, Marvel woman, right? Captain America. Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. But not marble. Uh, well, I was just kind of... Yeah, whatever. Anyway, moving past it. I, I don't know. It could be legitimate. It could be legitimate that they they fund these things, but it's just way above my pay grade. Like how will I how will I ever me? What are you questioning? These the Rothschilds. How? Uh, what? Like what, what? What about? Like I I just don't believe that they are worth like a trillion dollars and rule society. I feel like it'd be hard to hide that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, yeah, where, trillion where are they like so laundering all of this money? Do they own everything? They own Casey Bagels up the street? <laughs> they would have to. Five hundred cash trillion. only. What is Casey Bagels doing? What are they hiding? <laughs> yeah, true. Cash only. That's a conspiracy theory. All right, they're money laundering Casey Bagels. <laughs> that, that's allegedly conspiracy. I, it's a conspiracy. Tangent off that. I actually read a really funny one on Reddit today before this that mattress firm. Was just one giant 
it, like the entire company was started as just one giant uh, like laundering. Oh, scheme. I've actually heard about that. Yeah, because didn't they in, like, buy out like the other mattress company? They bought out another company, and in, in like for example, if you look at a map in like North Carolina. There is like fifty mattress firms in like five square miles. Yeah, it's, yeah, like, it's it, like why there's so many mattress firms in that like little area. There's like a intersection with four mattress firms, <laughs> and they corner. all make bank. They all supposedly. make money, yeah, supposedly. But that was disproved when I think someone like looked through their records or whatever. But yeah, they yeah. probably got audited and weird tangent. Check that out real quick. Mattress firm man. I. That's like that's that's a whole different thing though. Like we're talking like the Rothschilds are some big wide conspiracy thing. That what you're describing is just alleged crimes that like wouldn't be too outlandish for the cartel to do. Which is a whole other thing we could dive into. But let's stick to uh stick to conspiracy. Well, for the fans at home, Mike's still looking up the answer to see if they've gotten uh I, do you have something to say, or are you looking at me? I'm asking. I'm waiting for you to finish talking. No, no, no. I do, we'll say. Speak. Well, no. I mean, like, the internet doesn't have, like, an... I mean, obviously, like, net worth is, like, a loaded question, but they es- it's it's all estimates, and it's, like, between $400 billion or more, $400 plus billion. As a family? As a family. Okay. That's... Well, that's tangible. That's I, I was I was <laughs> reading nuts, upwards of trillions of dollars. Well, yeah, that's, it's an undisclosed amount of money. There's no... Like, I mean, it's, there's no way they're running the whole the whole shit. They're not running everything. They can't be. Oh, well, the current report. Another source says two trillion in assets. You can't, there's well, no way you can who hide are these that sources? much money. Well, it's who are not. These they're not hiding money. They just own a lot. Don't these people? Yeah, but like, wouldn't people? Like, I feel like their name would be more. more yeah, I was gonna say. Well, don't these people, think about their name could be diluted if they're if they're as old as this like family goes back to. Their name's diluted by this point. Don't there's they care to ever reason. give a comment on anything? You never hear of them. They're one of the richest families in the world, allegedly. And you I never mean, if hear you were their two names. trillion dollars, you probably wouldn't want to talk to anybody. I, you would still be known. I it's yeah. Who knows how much money they're worth? Well, anyway, I think this probably is probably like a nickel. Two two pennies and a nickel. <laughs> what They're broke? I think I think this is a good segue into my other topic I wanted to get into. As we've been talking about how all of the internet allegedly has all these different theories of net worth of the Rothschilds, which is another big conspiracy. You could all go home at, or at home look it up. But the how does as we talk we were talking about Bigfoot and the Loch Ness monster earlier too. How does technology? of today's society now we have sonar we have like um infrared how do those things play into these conspiracy theories that and like you know you could get away with like saying in like the 70s like oh bigfoot's roaming around because there's no satellites there's no infrared like stuff like that back then but i don't know like once again loch ness monster was the biggest legend of like the world was that there was some gigantic prehistoric creature looming the lakes of or looming in the loch ness of scotland what like i i just i think that with the technology we have today you could wipe your hands clean of those but when you wipe your hands clean of those all of a sudden there's another 50 conspiracies that come out about everything else modern technology families like the Rothschilds for those for all we know those poor people could be nice people that just so happen to be wealthy and they've gotten thrown into this this whirlwind on the internet where now they're crazy the Obama family probably trying to be at home reading books and there's there's people throwing uh like I forget I, I had a lizard and you'd throw those uh what are those 
like mule worms or something like throw those at their windows because they're allegedly reptiles like throw the little gecko from geico commercials throw that throw that at them he's a reptile <laughs> i guess but like but like legitimately like how how has modern day technology diluted i don't know if it's diluted i mean you can debunk everything or a lot of things a lot of the physical conspiracy theories like Loch Ness monster i feel like completely debunk that if you have something that can scan the lake and check it out everything's on camera nowadays so like i know like the jfk uh the magic the magic bullet theory like people like that that whole thing where he got shot in the back and it came out of his his face like you can debunk that because there was not a lot of filming of that everyone would be filming nowadays if the president's roaming down the street there'd be snapchats of Every single angle, you'd be able to tell what's going on in like every single situation. Yeah, that, there it would be probably film like 360 degrees, but I feel like they <clears throat> the technology then was still enough to like I don't know piece it together. I've only watched and like looked at things on like the History Channel about that, and it, from what the History Channel says, and like you know they do like the reenact reenactments for what do they call that like. The ballistic gel or whatever. Oh, I would yeah. say just ballistic like, gel dummies, yeah, like whatever. that is jello guys. I mean, it looks possible, but I mean, I have no, I, I can't nah, yeah, cross check those guys. I don't know enough. Yeah. For all we know, they're going to just, they're they filming can. random bullshit and <laughs> telling us bullshit. Yeah. And, hey, here you go. Which is basically what brings us back to conspiracy theories <laughs> <Yeah>. or <laughs> junk food In for the general. brain. Well, that, yeah. That's my big beef with, with modern technology and access to all these different applications and stuff like that because, like you were talking about the magic bullet, you could be watching some random guy's video on YouTube. For all we know, he could be a, a radio salesman out in the middle of uh, Utah or North Dakota. But he has access to this software where he could create this uh, realistic-looking uh, simulation of, like, oh, well, if you see the bullet comes through here, then it ricochets off here. Then it, like, it makes it seem legit. And then he just talks some bullshit, puts it in a video. And, and the thing is, most of the most of the people watching these videos are kids. Yeah, Bro. and they and then <laughs> when they believe kids. anything. <laughs> nah, I mean, kids. honestly, anyone. If you just like, if you're listening to someone and watching a video for like 15 minutes long and not interrupt, like you're not interrupting the video, you're not arguing back with the video, you're just listening in, taking in the ideas. Like some of it's gonna rub off on you. Like eventually, you know, if you just keep watching it, like you're just getting that concentrating concentrated focus from the video some of it's going to sound real yeah, and they structure the well most of it's on youtube i find reddit a huge place to be for conspiracy theories and just a lot of stuff like this but it, they make these videos and like they pro, not produce but they like edit these videos basically and they like it's made for you to believe what they're trying to say they're, they could be trolls they could be people who believe it they could people who want you to believe it, but like the videos are created for you to, you know, they're, they're made to be convincing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I don't know if these are considered conspiracy videos, but that was like uh, back in the day. I know all of you at home listening will know. Remember Creepy Pasta, where it was like the Slender Man, uh, yeah. and like um, I forget what the one. There was this really creepy looking uh, guy where his like eyeballs were popping out of his head. He's a creepy looking dude, but there was all these different. Uh, stories about this one like freaky looking person and there was this other like Japanese like the suicide forest and all that stuff yeah I've like, heard about that those are all like well I mean the suicide forest uh, thanks to uh, Jake Paul who 
or Logan Paul, whoever the hell it was. Who gives a fuck? Proved it right by, he literally showed a hanging body in his story. I mean, his YouTube video, which I'm pretty sure is illegal, but moving past it. But like that was like there was that creepy pasta. I'll say it's a conspiracy thing because it, it was targeting little kids. It was a, it was a really weak, well not even weak. It was basically just throwing shit at a wall, and it was trying to convince little kids that there was this thing called the Slender Man, which for all I, I'm sh- I don't I don't even I was scared of the Slender Man. I was scared of the Slender Man. Shout I was out, definitely scared of the Slender Man. Shout out Tim Burklow, because I, I, I think we've shouted out Tim Burklow at every one of these podcasts, or he's been on it. The, <laughs> me and him used to watch Slender Man videos all the time, and I was like, oh, man, those are so fake. But then, I'm not going to lie, I'd be at home, I'd be like, shit. It'd be dark out, you're like looking around. Like, yeah, am I, am I about he? to be whacked by the Slender Man? Yeah. That must be like the worst way. That would be like the worst way to go out. Imagine, oh, how, whacked by the Slender oh, Man? Oh, what happened to not Ryan? Not the worst way What to happened go to out? Ryan? Oh, he got... Freaking killed by the Slender Man. I don't I'd rather know. get killed by the Slender Man than <laughs> get lit on fire and die. That's such, oh a, my that's God. such a specific <laughs> counter argument with so no. So painful. Like, what's it have to do with anything? You said God. Yeah, but like you, you were gonna say the like Man's shot. <laughs> like why lit on fire? Because that's like gotta be the most painful way to go out. I guess I don't know. I've never I've never died. I've never been lit on fire. I mean, it just your your whole skin's burning. I don't know. I mean, morbid topic. We we don't got. Let's move past <laughs> that. That doesn't really have any uh, any pertinence to this conversation. But yeah, like there, there's there's if there's I think there's documentaries on Netflix of flat Earth. Or like YouTube or something. You could find like a two hour long video on YouTube, I'm sure. Probably. And if you sat a kid down that's in like first grade before they learn about geography, they they uh I'm sure they um would believe it because they don't have any prior education on it, the topic. Yeah, and that's their prime learning years. They're gonna soak that stuff in and make think it's real for the rest of their lives. Until the, hopefully they well until they hopefully they way. go to like kindergarten and their their or whatever like second grade and the teacher whips out a globe, and the kid goes no this isn't right and the teacher well, who, like, who's watching YouTube uh, well you know what I take that back because we didn't have YouTube when we were yeah kids five are, kids or got six. smartphones like, yeah, always so playing I, with I the guess parents smartphones are for now but I mean I don't think that's like the market these videos are going to I think they're going to I mean Kyrie Irving like you said earlier <laughs> believed in flat Earth like any. It, Wild people believing in these dumb, like I can't imagine he legitimately. I know he likes to say, "Oh yeah, like uh, like I believe in flat Earth." I cannot imagine someone who got accepted to. I know he was an okay, athlete. Hold on, I know man. he's an athlete, but I, I cannot believe that someone who went to Duke University, went to a college, got a college education for a year, believes that the Earth is flat. I mean, his college education was yeah. probably minimal. He I played mean, basketball. Christopher for a Columbus. Year. What did they? He like? finish. Like, did he even com- complete 15 credits? I don't he, know. He probably <laughs> took all online courses. All his online tutors did his work. He entered the basketball you have to, You have to get some kind of, like, base score on your SAT to go to college. You have to pass high school. Maybe. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, you, maybe. Parents, nah, I mean, probably not. He could all. be academically smart. But, I mean, I th- <laughs> if you watch the high school tapes, I think I could tell you why he got into Duke. Well, I mean, that doesn't, once again... Well, I just think that someone who went to college, it doesn't matter what kind of grades his teachers, I think someone who had to sit in class and watch stuff about like history, had to watch stuff about planets and gravity 
and gravitational pull, I think you have to kind of at least have some kind of understanding. Christopher Columbus, yeah, I, the country <laughs> you live in, how the I, person no, I, came I'm, here. No, there's like no doubt in my mind that he was taught about these things, but people have their own beliefs. First off, secondly, in college, I didn't like have to sit through any classes about. I mean, yeah, anything. I barely, I, I barely went to my classes. Kyrie Irving <laughs> probably didn't go to many classes. Yeah. Like um, he was playing basketball the whole time. Yeah, it has nothing yeah. to do with like his intelligence level, and also like I met some crazy people in college that are, are like they're crazy just in that. Like they believe crazy shit. They say stupid stuff and. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not questioning Kyrie Irving's educational. Well, I mean, kind of in a way. Like, I, I don't know. Then, then it's a whole all the flat Earth people. Oh, like I don't know. I don't really know any flat Earth people because I think that I surround myself with people that are I mean, intelligent. Dude, we've been to space. We've taken pictures of the globe. Like, <laughs> it's upsetting. Like, There's it's, satellites. It's, it's a circle. It's a sphere. What is? What is? What do, do we know? What flat Earthers say about well, satellites? Right, so all right, as far know, as like no. the photo that we're like that you're referring to, from like my loose understanding of the counter argument, because I I believe obviously the Earth is round, it's real, uh, is that the photo is comprised of multiple photos. So it's not just one photo; it's multiple photos put together, and that's and what we're looking at. Yeah, is that what you're talking about. Okay, but you got to think about like how far. Yeah, it's. it's that, I think that's their kind of. I don't even know if that's like the truth of how they rendered this photo. I that makes a lot of sense that they just take multiple high resolution photos, put them together. I mean, th- that makes sense. But there's, I, they're saying that you know it could be Photoshop. Well, here's my question: At the end of the day, what's to gain from lying about the Earth being round? What's the gain yeah, with that? I don't know. I don't, I what's, don't know. What's if, the difference if, between if, the, if, if they came out and said the earth was flat, I would go, okay, that affects my life in no way. Yeah, like if they're going to do it, it's going to be for like some monetary game, gain. Like why would they lie about the yeah, earth being And if, if makes, we just all no learned that the earth was flat, we would accept that as the truth and there's yeah, they, no money that can be made yeah, off this. Yeah, they could just take pictures and tell me it's flat and I'm, all right, whatever, but... Not to go back to the other podcast, but this is kind of like with the same concept with all conspiracies that like this Bob guy is Bob character, Bob <laughs> Lazar. He's claiming that like he has no game, which I totally see that his life probably was made more of a headache out of this whole situation out of what he says, you know, pun intended because he had a migraine the whole time, allegedly <laughs> a little bit of fun and that any money he, well, he denies all money. He says, he says any money he does get what he doesn't want he donates to children's science programs stem i mean that's great but it's the all these people who are trying to make you believe these conspiracy theories are true they're going to tell you that there's no monetary value to gain they're, they're gaining something but i don't get like the whole you know flat earth one makes there's, no sense you, there's, there's, there's no, no plausible yeah. there's no gain there's no gain, there's no gain there's to most no, of them there's no evidence i just don't i don't see any evidence there's nothing like they're silly. They're fun, but they're it, silly. There's just no like. That's the thing. Like, there's there's different conspiracy theories that are made for certain purposes. Like, I I mean I don't know. Like, I just don't understand why. What's to gain from saying that the Earth is flat? You there's know, <laughs> there's nothing. No to gain. It's probably just someone messing around. It's like, yo, I'm gonna make an Earth. A video about the flat earth and put it on yeah, YouTube. Like, or there could be legitimately crazy people who like in their hearts and their minds they believe what they're saying, but they're wrong and 
They're crazy. Yeah, that's but that's, totally that's, possible like, that's well. like with like conspiracy theories that like the government listens to us when we're like we're like talking to each other and the like conspira- through our phones and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, there's like conspiracy theories about like the government having like advanced technologies, like alien technologies. Ooh, they have all these UFOs that they're studying and they are harnessing this information to use as weapons. Those are all with like fear tactics, like trying to get people to not be like too brazen or try to think of like, like revolutionize. You never know. Like, like you know, they hit they hit the Manhattan Project from us the whole time they were making the nuclear bombs and then they just dropped the bombs and then they were like, yeah, by the way, we've been making these nuclear bombs. Well, no, I know that and I like that's like a legit thing, but I'm saying that there's people that are like, oh, well, you know, the government in Area 51 has these laser beams that could wrap around the earth and come back and kill the person yeah. next to them. Like, So like what I think is like what Dan was saying, like that they ha- they had a practical reason to hide something from everybody. Like there's no reason to tell the public about a technology, a weapon that we have that no one else had. That we don't even understand that yet, no one possibly. even understands. There's a, obviously, there's a huge reason to hide that. And that, I wouldn't even like, yeah, that, I consider that reasonable. But like, so like, I read something about Area 51. If they had something so crazy at Area 51, you think that they would leave it at Area 51? It would be somewhere else that we don't even know about. Just like the Manhattan Project when we didn't know about that. You know, it's like Manhattan Project was at Columbia University. It was right underneath our noses. Manhattan, baby. <laughs> it was in, and I learned that at my uh, my Rutgers transfer student uh, education thing. It was because our sister college was Columbia, or or boy college. I don't, I don't know, whatever. No, well, we were the girl because we were Queens. We were Queens College originally. Sorry to get into Rutgers uh, information for for all of you, but. The the library was the King's Library or something in Columbia University. And in the basement of that library was all of the brightest minds in America. And they were creating something that was going to blow the pants off of Japan. And that was the atomic bombs. But like you said, not to nitpick what you're saying all the time, but the uh, you were saying that if the government wants to hide something from you, I think they're going to hide it. I don't think... Something as if they were able to hide the atomic bomb, I don't think something as serious as having extraterrestrial, like, power, like extraterrestrial uh, weaponry in their their bases would be leaked. I mean, I think it's different though because, like, the one you're talking about, a weapon that you're developing to end World War Two, like the biggest war that's ever been done in history. The other one you're talking about. There's another species, a confirmed another species outside of this planet that has come to our planet and has advanced technology, and we should know about this as a human race. That like we should, they should be able to know. I I agree and I disagree. Like I think that I mean I would love to know, but so like the Manhattan Project was here. You're like you said like for the biggest war ever, and you know there's a huge reason why we wouldn't know, but. That is minuscule on a scale of if we find technology from like an alien planet. You got to think about that. Like that answers like a ton of questions that people have. Like, are we alone? The answer is no. Like, are they have they visited us? The answer is yes. Like, there's a huge reason. There's a huge incentive to keep that information and technology private. There's not just one alien that came down that can keep it all sealed up, easy money. There's if there's just one. There's There's, there's yeah. There's 
people are, there's gonna be witnesses. There's gonna be a bunch of other things right. going on. It's so that's be why much I, more I don't easier to be yeah. a plausible theory, and people word's gonna get out. Right. I don't know. Do you think that there's legit aliens in Area 51 and places like that? Do you think they have, like, you know, like when you watch movies and you go to Area 51, there's the aliens in those big, uh, like, vats of liquid and they're studying, like, the dead corpses of these aliens? Do you actually believe that there's alien life forms that they've been able to get their hands on? Or, but that also, if they're not able to get their hands on these aliens, then what's to say that, or, it kind of comes hand in hand because it sounds ridiculous. Oh, they have these aliens in Area 51. But then at the same time, oh, yeah, if they don't have these aliens, then how are they able to get these spaceships? How Who's flying the spaceships? Well, like, the, like no one flies drones. I mean, I mean yeah, drones, exactly. Drones. Like, yeah. We don't fly, you know, manned yeah, aircraft if we don't have to over dangerous areas. If, if your technology is so advanced where you can get a spaceship, 30 light years to 100 light years away to a different planet. You don't have to put a person there. Yeah, but every story that you hear, it's people, oh, I was abducted and I was brought into this spaceship and I was on a cold surface and there was these gray people. Those stories are like... is something (laughs) different than finding spacecraft. Finding something physical and then... Getting you know, a story of abductions is completely just so different. different. Yeah, but in the only really real testimonial we have of someone being able to study these spacecrafts, he said that there was a cockpit with like, and they were well, doing he, test runs with it. Well, yeah, he he said there there like going back to that podcast, he said there was seats in the pot uh, in the cockpit that were like essentially designed scaled half of what a human would be. So probably you know four for per or no uh, three per. Three for a person on average, call it. And then someone was able to man it. So maybe a small human was able to man it. But how would they be able to fly it? You know, it's a lot of questions. I, that's why the whole thing is silly. I feel like even if they found someone, if if the spaceship is going to crash, I, I don't know. The technology may save them. But I mean, you got to think about pilots that go under the uh, training that they do. I mean, I'm not totally, you know, informed about that but they do a lot on the ground before they ever get in the air there's no way to replicate what an out of this world technology would be on the ground before they get there's no like simulations they can do they just they just hop in and go yeah would you you give like a a monkey like a motorcycle and expect to know what to do (laughs) you wouldn't (laughs) essentially what were they talking about that's what confuses me because he was like oh yeah we were once again once again forgive me for going Back to this podcast. Well, it's not even. We're not even talking about the podcast. We're talking about this motherfucker Bob, who supposedly said that he was working at this base, and this, and he was like, "Oh, there was all these test runs on it." You're telling me this mofo, when all of you collectively don't really know how this thing works, this mofo is out here doing crazy front flips and shit in a spacecraft when you don't even know how it works. And say, okay, maybe he actually did. Maybe they had a fully not taken apart one. You're telling me that this mofo they, or some person got into it, started flying around and did not completely total the spacecraft? Well, like, they probably did. I mean, well, well, so no, like, no. Well, because like, if they totaled it, then that was it. No, that, so that whole he... species is gone. The whole species you were studying is gone. There's no point of restudying it because all of the shit is destroyed. No, so what he was like saying is that yeah they, he he 
he was describing a segmented project where each segment was only given the information needed to work on their own project individually. And then I, I imagine when they report to somebody, it's all going, it's all funneled down to somebody. And then that somebody can train a pilot, perhaps. The whole thing, I don't, I still don't believe it. I'm still not a buyer of it. I want to be. I think it's fun, but. No, I don't think that anyone, anyone of like, you know, any human could just hop into a, an alien spacecraft and, you know, zip around the West Coast. I would like I, to believe it. You believe it? I, I mean, I think they show me the car facts. The government, all right, they got, you can start off small, trying to learn the basic movements of it, and eventually figure it out. I feel like, like if you want, like I'm pretty sure he said, like if you put. Like you were saying before, if you put a car in the 1400s, they may not be able to tell you how to back engineer it, but they may be able to figure out how to turn it on and drive it. Yeah, but just to clarify, his example, Bob's example, was not a car. It was giving them a nuclear reactor. That's what he said in the podcast. That's his example. You're right. You're right. That if we give them a nuclear reactor, they're going to experience a lot of power. But he did say the same thing about driving it. He said, like... They may not be yeah, able to figure out when how to do it, but they, goes out, they may be able to figure out how to move, turn it, it on and, yeah. and figure out how, what goes up, what goes down, left and right. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. But the thing is, is that that would be after like a certain amount of time and like something like a motorcycle, if you start it up and you go a couple of feet and then fall over or whatever, you laugh and then you pick it up and you try again. If you're taking something off the ground that's run by something that is not even like like yeah like obviously it would apparently be out of this world if you took a motorcycle and dropped it in front of a bunch of like Paul Revere and told him to ditch his horse and pick up a, a Harley Davidson fucking panhead or whatever and told him to drive it around like that's a whole lot different still with the amount of power in that like if he went and he drove a couple feet and couldn't balance on it and fell off like that's whatever you're taking something off the ground like a couple hundred feet and swerving it around at like rapid rates if that thing grazes the ground it's probably gonna like you're probably gonna total it i mean they probably figure out the speed portion before yeah but you don't know you don't know you're getting in it and you're going you're standing in front of this ball and you go all right first of all he said the thing was three you you would be you'd have to be a three foot person to be in the cockpit well that's just like the seating standing or standing you, that means to be that, comfortable. That means the person's like, none of us certainly would be able to do it. You would need a real short person to be able to figure it out. Well, a five-foot person probably could like kneel down, and, yeah, kneel down and figure, figure it, it out. out yeah. yeah. But if you the, the whole thing, I I don't know, I don't buy it because the whole thing, if you go on, you listen to him, he says that the orientation of it. So we imagine a disc is that he describes it and how like we all envision UFOs orients 180 degrees so the so imagine like the bottom of a car would be going forward with the wheels faced up would be going forward so like it's like totally not it's totally counterintuitive to what aerodynamics are we just can't even like figure like yeah like wrap our just, minds around it, just, it. what it, is it, it? Yeah. it makes no sense it'd be like you know making your life the fourth forward. dimension we just don't know i think you got it yeah basically well, yeah that's what they were saying that they were able to Sorry for continuing to quote a, another podcast. 
Shout out Joe Rogan. He's a, well, it's, it's relevant. To he's, he's, a, he's a top rated podcaster. What am I going to do? We're we're sitting in a we're in a sitting in a fucking basement, literally listening to water pump out of our, my water well while he has a nice, gigantic studio. So shout out to Joe Rogan, whatever. I'll tip my cap to him. We're, we're going to quote his friggin thing. A lot of people listen to his fucking podcast. Forgive me. Spare me. But he was they were they were saying that uh, they that the the way that they had the gravity that they would be able to bend time because of they had such a powerful gravitational thing in their space shuttle where theoretically they would be able to travel from one place to another where as if you would go from here to some planet wherever the hell they were in that amount of time you would you your grandkids and your great grandkids and your great great grandkids would be long dead they are able to full time and be here in a matter of 30 minutes I, was that directed towards me? I, I was directed <laughs> at everyone. I was just saying, you guys were just talking about these crazy spacecraft. No <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. I kind of zoned out for a second. I know. <laughs> I, it's, it's it's all very crazy. And I, I they were. I wish you guys at home were able to see the, the stunned look on their faces. <laughs> As I just left, I just went on that rant about. I was speechless. <laughs> that, that's, that's the only thing left you to say. You could be making that, it up. I have no idea. They're. they're <laughs> They legit were flabbergasted looking at me as I just went on that rant. <laughs> but I, I mean, I think I think we've covered all of the the conspiracies, unless we brought some crazy conspiracist in here. Who yeah, we, I think for the most part we we hit all the uh, all the corners. Besides uh, Luigi, besides the Luigi and Peach conspiracy, if oh, you want to yeah. talk on it real quick, Dan, I'll give I'll give the quick synopsis. So like Mario and Peach, you know how they got their thing going on. Whenever Mario is out there chasing the stars, trying to save Peach, Bowser and Luigi, they're having their way with <laughs> they're having their way with poor poor old Princess Peach. <laughs> what the? Well, that, that's a that's no that that's a legit thing. That's why supposedly Luigi has green clothes. That I've, that's at least what I've read on the internet is he has green clothes because he is one of Bowser's minions. His Bowser is green reptile. Ah, it all comes it all back. It all comes, comes back, back together. What well, well, perfect note to, <laughs> to end it on. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, it's getting kind of late. We all have work tomorrow morning, bright and early. So I'll uh, I'll leave you guys with that. Thank you all for listening. If you've somehow managed to to work your way through this whole thing of conspiracies, headaches, Bob Lazar, Joe Rogan, uh, Oprah being a reptilian woman. Uh, and Obama and Obama and Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, all of the Hollywood elite, not a rod. Uh, a rod would arguably be a reptilian because he, he's pretty high up there. JLo is probably a reptilian. Oh, no. <laughs> all right. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Next week, we have a, uh, a very special event in honor of 4th of July, but you'll have to wait till then. I'm Ryan Brown. This is Basement Banter. Thank you and have a good one.